Welcome to the Real Estate 401k Show. Here are your hosts, Ryan Gertis, Mike Weinstein, and Justin Frederick, helping you build a legacy of wealth through real estate. Powered by the Recon Group at West USA and the Frederick team with Fairway Mortgage. NMLS number 625918. Welcome back to the Real Estate 401k Show. I'm your host, Mike Weinstein, alongside my partner, Ryan Gertis. Ryan, today is Friday, January 12th. Do you know where you were 18 years ago today? You don't, but no. I do. We have uh, my oldest, Q, always in the studio, always you know, hopping behind the cameras and making us look good, making this all work. 18 years ago, he was born, so we just wanted to say happy birthday to Quentin. Happy birthday, Q. Where'd you get him? Um, well, he, uh, <laughs> I, I was looking I, at you I now. Was, I was thinking more like, what, what, what are you getting me for your birthday? <laughs> but uh, I, I don't know. I guess got to start a new tradition. All right. Well, we, uh, <laughs> we appreciate you, Quentin, and, and happy birthday. Uh, it's going to cost me quite a bit of money tonight because we're going to Fogo de Chao because that's... That's kind of his MO, man. Oh, is that your deal? All right, cool. <laughs> All right. This headline, there, sometimes there's just headlines that just jump out and scream at me of like, I had no idea it was that competitive. And for anyone who is a landlord or thinking about selling their home, and we say, think about not selling your home, turn it into a rental property, this headline is going to just blow you out. It's going to blow you out of your mind. Nine renters competed for each vacant Phoenix apartment in 2023. Now, we are talking about apartments, but it still says a lot about our real estate market. And this comes from rentcafe.com's 2023 year-end report. Every single apartment, and dude, this is what blew me away, Ryan, is everywhere I go, I'm just seeing more and more apartments going up. I had no idea that it was this competitive. That's a massive shortage. We thought that there was just a shortage on, on homes for sale. It's, there's a massive shortage for renters. And, I, and, and, I'll, and I'll tell you why. We kind of go through this, these lists of, of different businesses moving into town, right? And then on top of the fact that now people are working more remote, so you could you know have California job, maybe you go there once or twice a month, and then live here for a fraction of the price, and and the taxes are a lot more advantageous, etc. But these aren't broom pushing jobs here. These are these are high dollar jobs with 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 you know executive level and and mid management type of jobs that are moving here by the hundreds. And I looked down the list, and, and and at least a third of them have the word tech in their name. Yeah, and yeah. and so it tells me that, well, I mean, we've become more and more reliant on on our on our technology. Everyone has a supercomputer in their pocket, and they might even have one on their wrist. And then they walk into their home, and it's fully automated. They have all these things going on, and all that they're asking for is more technology. It, 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 that's that's everywhere on on our kids' Christmas lists. That's you know when we're whenever we're saving up for things, technology is involved in it, and we are becoming the hub for that. Silicon Valley still holds the you know still holds the torch on that, but I don't think that we're that far behind, and I think that mm. we're only getting stronger on that front. And so, that being said, a lot of these folks they come over here. 
They want to see what the fabric of the of the real estate market is. They want to understand neighborhoods. They want to you know understand kind of what's going on. They want to do that for a year before they buy something. Makes sense. I'm not hating on that, but that's really where we're seeing. I I feel like our influx of of uh, of, of renters. On top of that, we have been we have been growing a lot on the education system. So whatever it was ten years ago, University of Phoenix kind of really moved into town and 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 put online school on the map. Yeah, and then and then and then that moved over to Grand Canyon University. They've grown three, four, five, six x. Amazing. And and they're all they're doing is building dorms and they're running out of room. ASU, they're building dorms like crazy. They're still a waiting list. U of A, same story. NAU, same story. And these are you know, these are pretty big universities. I mean, they're not Ivy League schools, I'll, uh, mind you, but there is still a very, very, very high student rate, and they all need a place to live. And so it doesn't surprise me that when I see that there's only one apartment per every nine consumers out there, uh, that, that all these other apartment buildings are getting vertical out here and all over the map, not just in those specific loca- locations. So, um, yeah, it doesn't surprise me at all. All right. Well, we would love to have that competition. Uh, not competition. We'd love to have that conversation with you uh, just about. You were looking at the word competition. Com- well, I was right going here. with text to word compete to 623-AZ-RECON. Okay. So I got a little ahead of myself. If you are thinking about selling your home and you have never considered the options of what it might look like, because there's a lot of people who can't get into an apartment, or there's a lot of people who don't want the apartment life. They would love to rent a home. We want to sit down with you and explore what all your options, what your property would look like as an income-producing property. And then if you want to sell, sell. But you really owe it to yourself. You owe it to your family to really understand what those numbers are. All you got to do is text the word COMPETE to 623-AZ-RECON. That's COMPETE to 623-AZ-RECON. So what are the options, Ryan? I'm thinking, I read this, and and if you're listening to the show for the first time, welcome and, and thank you. I think it was last week or two weeks ago, you can go back into the archives, we did a whole segment on multifamily. Mm. This is, I mean, it's not... I think multifamily and mixed use is probably the most underutilized element of this market in in the greater Phoenix area. Uh, I feel like we have all this land and we've and we've just gotten so horizontal with it and we, and we still will. I mean, the the single family homes where they want to have their own backyard, they want to have you know kind of their their own space. Uh, there's always going to be a, m- a demand for that here. Uh, I don't think it's just a, a cultural thing locally here. I think that's that's something throughout the United States. Uh, but we have seen in consumer reports that people are valuing less, meaning they don't want to have that. They, they want to have something they can lock and leave and maybe go travel or you know go for work or whatever and not have to worry about all the moving parts that a, that a, that a big property brings. And so, I mean, I don't remember exactly where I was going with this. Me neither. Uh, but uh, I, I, I do see, oh, okay, being an untapped market. And then we, and then I see these canal systems that go th- all throughout the Greater Phoenix area, and they're all barbed wired off. You go to San Antonio, and they have high rises next to their ca- canal system, <laughs> right? We don't even have water here, 
and 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 people love being next to the water, and and it's just so underutilized. Now I get it. There's going to be massive infrastructure change in order for them to really capitalize on that. But you know, Tempe, Tempe is you know did it. They're still working on it. Tempe Town Lakes and whatnot. There's there's these beautiful buildings right next to it. There's apartment mm-hmm. living. There's mm-hmm. there's hotels. There's Mill Avenue where there's where there's nightlife and shopping, et cetera. And then of course the university. I'm over here looking at it like there's just all this massive value that that we as a city have just barricaded off. Well, I, I'm thinking about, uh, I don't know how this equates to rooms, but I'm thinking about just letting my two sons um, compete with their friends. Uh, you know, and mm. who wants to rent out the room? Because who, who's going to bring me the most amount of money? We call this the Real Estate 401k show, and we, we haven't really talked about the Real Estate 401k aspect and specifically of what we do. But I think this article in this report from rentcafe.com illustrates to the point of what we do and what we all should be thinking when we own real estate, especially you mentioned, you know, if you've got an interest rate that's got a two or a three or even a four in front of it, you know, it's, it's not just rental income. Renters provide an incredible opportunity for you to build wealth in real estate. And I think sometimes a lot of uh, you know newer investors take a look at interest rates, take a look at cash flow. Well, I don't know if it's worth 100 bucks a month or 200 bucks a month of cash flow, so I don't want to be a landlord. And they get all emotional about it. And, and, and being a landlord is not for everyone, mm-hmm. but wealth is for everyone. Well, and I think that if you're the type of person where you have a stock portfolio, or if you're putting money into your 401k, or if you are investing in something which basically has zero leverage and you don't have a real estate portfolio, it's time for you to to look over everything and reconsider what it is that you're doing in order to really build wealth. Because no one's over there paying any portion of your stock mm-hmm. investment mm-hmm. or your 401k investment. You might have an employer that do, might do some matching for you, and that's all well and good, but there's always a cap to it. Right? There's no cap in real estate. Well, that's the thing. You mentioned like uh, an employer matching. That is the beauty of this. When you put a renter in the property, they're not matching your investment at that point. They are solely investing in your real estate four hundred one k program. Only point I was trying to make was that you know they might be helping out with it, but yeah, with, with like to your point with real estate. You, the market is going to help you dictate how much is going to be how much is going to be put into your investment account, right? And so like, that's that's a beautiful thing. I didn't mean to cut you off, but yeah, it's it's exciting. Well, I th- yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so to to break it down, and you do want to text the word compete to six two three A Z recon. You want to have a discussion with us and and help you see real estate the way that we see it. So you put a renter in there, and every month he pays you rent, or they pay you rent. And that month, you make your mortgage payment. Every mortgage payment you make buys down the principal on your loan. That principal buy-down is coming from your tenant. You also do get the positive cash flow scenario, especially if you got a really healthy you know, interest rate. You get tax benefits like crazy from, from this, and then... 
The fourth way that we talk about all the time in our Real Estate 401k program is the home. Uh, man, we talk about it all the time. It, they're going up in value. So do you like wealth? Yes. Sometimes being a landlord sucks. It's a pain in the ass. It's a sometimes. pain in the ass sometimes. But when I get done with this and you and I retire, we're not even going to remember those times because we've just removed emotion out of it and strictly look at the numbers and strictly stuck to our strategies. And it's okay, it's more of a pain in the ass than a bank account. But if you, I mean, like, that's really what I got to tell myself is that this is just a bank account. I mm-hmm. need to just follow the systems, treat it like a business. Quit getting emotional when some when one of my tenants decides that they're either going to skip out on the lease early, or they're going to smoke in the house, or they're going to do something that you know goes against the rules or the terms and conditions of the lease. Like it's gonna happen. So let me save you the suspense. You're gonna have problem tenants from time to time. <laughs> yes. I don't care how well you vet them. Sometimes it's involuntary. Sometimes COVID hits and they come out with a moratorium that says they don't need to pay you for X amount of months yep. and there's not a damn thing you can do about it. It's you know, things happen. But even though we have like, let's just go back to that moratorium. What happened to the values of our homes, even though some of those some landlords out there had tenants not paying? They skyrocketed. Skyrocketed. And so in that scenario, so maybe you had a house vacant for 12 months because of COVID in the moratorium and your and your mortgage payment is $2,000 a month. So yes, you lost $24,000. But in that 12-month period, your house probably went up by $75,000. So you least. always got to look at all the numbers. Yeah, it, it, it's a broad scope. And then on top of that, you have to look at your overall portfolio. You're going to have some properties where you're going to put down a higher down payment and have less debt service. You're going to have some where you're going to do hardly any down and have a higher debt service. It all, and, and then you're going to make those decisions based on what those other determining factors are playing into it. So if you know that, man, it's going to be hard for me to get, to, to get my debt service covered on this one because eh, rents aren't so high, but it's in a fantastic part of town. They're, they're building a brand new community across the street. Maybe they're doing a, I don't know, AJ's Fine Food or a Top Golf or whatever that is really going to help boost the value. Then that you need to pay attention to all those deciding factors in order to make a in order to decide what your down payment is and whether or not it's it's a good property to have in your portfolio. Well, we are a team of real estate wealth managers whose mission is to help you build a legacy of wealth through real estate, especially through our real estate four hundred one k program. We'd love to have that discussion with you. All you got to do is text the word compete to six two three a z recon. That's compete to six two three a z recon. Thank you for joining us on the Real Estate 401k Show. If you want more information on how to build wealth, click on the link or text us at 623-297-3266. That's 623-AZ-RECON.